Hello, agents, and welcome back to another episode of Valorant Radio. I'm your host, Ponderous Sea Lion. Thank you for joining me again. And, uh, and this week, I gotta argue my case, alright? I was known to do that with League of Legends. I have to do it with this game, too. I gotta argue, or I'll probably die. I've never tested that, but it's the only logical conclusion that I can come to. But the Valorant devs have stated that this game is not going to have a separate solo queue option. So the uh, the queue that lets you queue as 1, 2, 3, 4, or 5, basically, as any party size, is going to be the only ranked ladder in Valorant. And I have to say, I'm not shocked by this decision, but I'm really not happy about it. I was really hoping that it wasn't going to come to this, but... Uh, I just wanted to talk about why I think that solo queue has its place in Valorant and why I hope that this is a decision that they go back on at some point. I doubt it. Riot doesn't like to go back on decisions that they've made, but I'm hoping that this is one that they'll go back on. First, let's talk about Riot's other game, uh, back when they really were Riot game instead of Riot games. Uh, League of Legends, of course. There was one season of League where which a season in League is about a year. There was one year, I forget if it was season 6, I want to say it was what season it was. I think it was season 6, where they got rid of solo queue as a separate queue, and they came out with what was called dynamic queue. Basically, they tried to compensate for people of different queue sizes being matched against each other by making teams with more solo players be a higher rank. So if you had like a 3 stack and two randoms on your team versus a five stack. Hopefully the team with the three stack and the randoms would be a higher rank than the five stack. That's basically the way that it worked. And it was the worst season of ranked League of Legends that has ever existed and probably ever will exist. And there were a multitude of reasons for that, but uh, the game quality was just not good during that season. And what was the worst part about it was that it was the high ranks that were impacted the most. Because high ranks in any online game are always going to have difficulty with matchmaking because the skill range at the top percentiles varies so heavily in any online game. Uh, it was a big problem for League. There would be you know teams of full LCS rosters queuing up, and if you were playing against them, you would just 100% lose because it's a team full of pro players that plays together constantly. There's just no way that a solo queue team even of high-ranked players, is ever going to beat that. And things like that would happen constantly that season. And it was so bad that they ended up going back on it. And there were a bunch of different reasons why I think that was so bad for League. And I don't think it's going to be that bad for Valorant necessarily. But I kind of wanted to talk about on this podcast why I'm concerned about them moving towards this model for matchmaking. Now, there are a few things. I want to get these out of the way first. There are some counter-arguments. I wanted to talk about those just so that it makes... I paint a somewhat holistic picture of the of the situation. So the first argument would be that League of Legends didn't have voice chat, and Valorant does, built into the game, that is, which was a huge reason why in League of Legends being on a, on a team was so important was because you had access to that voice chat because you'd all be in a Discord server or you know whatever else it was, whereas in Valorant... Obviously, everybody has access to voice chat equally already, so that levels the playing field out a little bit. Counter-Strike, which is Valorant's most obvious 
mm, inspiration, for lack of a better word, already does it this way. Of course, I don't think you have to copy everything from Counter-Strike, but, you know, whatever. That is something that people would say. Not wanting to split the player base between two different ladders. I understand why they don't want to do this, but I'm also not super sure that that's the most important thing to be focusing on. But we'll get more into that later. You know, and and tied onto that, wanting it to be clear that having a rank is having a rank without any asterisks next to it. Because, you know, that season of League, it was it was funny because, you know, you'd see someone, your friend that's been silver for four years would suddenly be platinum. And you'd be like, hmm, how did that happen? And uh, turns out they were getting some help from their higher ranked friends because they'd never been able to get help from more than one other person before. And now they'd have help from, you know, up to four other good players, potentially. Lots of people climbed that season. That's all I'm going to say about it. Uh, And then they want to give people a competitive option to play with their friends because now the way that it's done in League is there's the solo queue. Solo duo is technically what it is because you can play with one person or two people, which we'll talk about that too because I think that's even a little misleading. And then there's also a dynamic queue or whatever, the flex queue. That's what they call it now. Uh, There's flex queue, which lets you queue with up to five people, which is more like the system they're going to have for Valorant. Now, the problem with League of Legends is that solo queue is the serious queue and flex queue is the joke queue. That's just the fact of the matter. If you get a high rank in flex queue, nobody gives a fuck. Uh, It's just that's the reality of it. And there's a lot of reasons for that. I think the most important thing to take away from that, though, is that League of Legends has been around for a while. And for the first five or six years of its inception with ranked, there was only solo queue and duo queue. Like, it was only solo duo. That was the competitive mode. And you try to take that away six years in, and obviously the player base is going to have an adverse reaction to that. So that was part of what precipitated flex queue now being treated as a joke because there was it was solo duo. Then there was the season with dynamic queue that was a complete joke. And now it's back to solo duo and essentially dynamic queue. But what do all the serious players gravitate towards? Solo duo, of course, because that was established as the competitive mode in League of Legends. That was just what it was. It was solo duo. So nobody takes flex queue seriously in League. Obviously, if flex queue is the only queue in Valorant, people are going to have to take it seriously. There's not going to be a serious mode and a less serious mode unless you're talking about ranked versus normals which is the way that it is right now. So I get that there are reasons to keep flex here or whatever the hell they're going to call it in Valorant and keep that as the only mode. There are tons of reasons, but I think that the reasons against it actually outweigh them. Uh, the, here's the, the biggest one for me. <laughs> I have my little notes written down and uh, <laughs> the, I'll read this bullet verbatim. Being the fifth player with a four stack is the worst experience in fucking gaming. <laughs> That's Michael from a week ago. You just hit the nail on the head. I think everyone who's played any number of competitive games, at least 5v5 games, or maybe if it was Overwatch 6v6. Why was Overwatch 6v6? We need to do a whole episode on that. Not really, but like, why the hell was Overwatch 6v6? Why was it not 5v5? Why the hell were there six players on a team in Overwatch? That's way too many people. Sorry, getting sidetracked, but anyways... Point being, if you're in a team where everyone else is pre-made except for you, it's a bad time, period. Almost like nine times out of ten, maybe 19 times out of 20. It's just a horrible, horrible competitive experience because guess what? 
They're not talking to you. They're talking amongst themselves, and they're not using the in-game voice comms or the in-game chat. Uh, this is anecdotally, but there is a high of experience, a higher rate of harassment from four stacks when I'm playing by myself because you become the scapegoat because they're playing with all their dumbass friends. Nobody wants to blame each other because everyone's fragile and they can't take criticism. So what do they do? They all gravitate towards blaming the fifth person who can't do anything to defend themselves. So you become the scapegoat for everything wrong with that game. And it's just, it's horrible. And I don't want to have to fear it every single time that I decide to queue up for ranked. That's one of my, one of my biggest, weirdest fears is being the fifth person in a four stack. It's just almost never a good time. Another thing that I have is I think that you have to make a sacrifice somewhere. Like in League of Legends right now, there's no way to queue up as a four stack. You just can't do it. At least in ranked, sorry. In ranked, there's no way to queue up as a four stack. You can queue up for um, as one person, obviously, in solo duo. You can queue up as as two people in either flex queue or solo duo. You can queue up as three in flex queue, and you can queue up as five in flex queue. But you can't queue up as four because Riot already knows this. They know that nobody is psychotic enough to intentionally queue into a four stack. Nobody wants to do it. Because they're going to get harassed, you're going to get blamed, and it's going to be terrible. Nobody's going to go into flex queue in League of Legends as one person. And so, because you can't get one person, you then can't have a four stack to play with them. So, they had to get rid of four stacks because they know nobody's going to queue up as the one to fill out the four stack. So, they had to sacrifice essentially four person teams. In this game, if it's going to be only the, the five queue you know, whatever they're going to call it, then there's going to have to be solo players filling out four stacks. And I don't think it should be that way. I think that if you're going to sacrifice either one person queues or four person queues, you need to sacrifice four person queues because guess what? Groups of four that are playing together, they can split into twos and then still have somebody to play with and go play amongst themselves. Or they can all sit around and wait for a fifth person to come along. A one person queuing up as one is most likely doing it intentionally. They're probably not looking for anyone else or nobody else they know is on, and they obviously don't want to just sit there and wait by themselves. You don't sacrifice the single-person experience for the experience of a four-stack because four-stacks have way more options. Please do not do that. It's it's going to be a, a reality that you're going to be queued with four-stacks if you play solo. That's just going to happen. Uh, I wish it wasn't going to happen, though. I really wish that they had set their priorities a little bit differently. But anyways, let's move on. The reason they've stated that Valorant is going to be only treated with this one Q is that they think that it's inherently a team game, and so the correct way to play it is with a team. Which, I don't really understand the logic behind that, because League of Legends is a team game. Any team game is a team game, but you still have the option to queue up by yourself. Because, realistically... Not everybody has time to wait for a team or has the inclination to find a permanent team to play with. Or they might just not know people that have the same mindset as them. If, you know, you're, you're a super competitive player, it can be hard to find people who are willing to match your work ethic and your rate of improvement. And then you're stuck in the awkward position of telling someone that, you know, you have to sort of phase them out over a while because they're just not good enough to play with you anymore. And a lot of people just want to avoid that, and so they choose to play primarily by themselves. Expecting people to play this game consistently with a a team of four or five 
that's just not feasible for most people. People have busy schedules. Well, maybe not right now. <laughs> At this exact moment in time, people may not have busy schedules. But the point stands. Most of the time, people have busy schedules. They can't commit to a playing schedule for Valorant, especially if they've got a job and kids and a wife and shit to do. You know, all those things that I don't have. But I know people that have them. And <laughs> all of that stuff comes first. Playing Valorant is about number 14 on most people's list of important shit to do. And Riot has to understand and accept that. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a it's a pastime. It's a video game. It takes the backseat to other important shit. And so getting this group together that's going to play competitively constantly, it's just not feasible for most people. And it doesn't fit in with most people's priorities or schedules. And... The problem is that if you're expecting people to play as five, there's going to be those five stacks that are, you know, hey, I can see that four of my friends are on. Let's just invite them and everyone will be play whatever and have a good time. And then you're going to be playing against, you know, that rare group that actually is taking it seriously. And those matches, even of players that are of quote unquote equal skill, are just going to be a complete mismatch because of how seriously one group is taking it versus another. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't take ranked seriously, but I am saying that it feels weird to just say that this is a team game, so you have to play it as a team, you know? Or rather, that you have to bring your own team. That League of Legends has always been a team game. Counter-Strike is a team game. Every game where you have a team is a team game. But none of those games are saying, yeah, you should play this as a team. That was always the problem for me with Overwatch was... Overwatch got to a point where it was just miserable to play unless you were playing with a full stack. And full stacks were so hard to come by under normal circumstances that I just never wanted to play. I don't want Valorant to become that. I want there to be a fun way to play by myself without getting crushed by five stacks, which, by the way, is another problem. Why the hell are you going to allow five stacks to play against non-five stacks? Those are two different games. This is a thing that Riot mentioned in their post about wanting to only have one ranked ladder so that there's not, you know, the the ranked ladder for teams and then the ranked ladder for solo players where they're essentially playing two different games. But the fact of the matter is people playing solos are already playing a different game than people playing with a team. People playing with a team have infinitely more options. People who are playing on a team can actually execute strats with relative consistency their rotations are faster their comms are better their ability to close out games is higher everything is enhanced when you're playing with a serious five stack and it's enhanced so much that it almost looks like a different game if you watch a tournament match versus a pub it's a completely different viewing experience and it's a completely different playing experience as well and that's why i don't understand why riot is still allowing five stacks to play against non-five stacks and even just mismatched cues in general like you know say that you're a, a two stack and a three stack versus a three stack and two solos that's not even either communication and familiarity are both hidden extremely important factors in matchmaking and there's no numerical way to account for them because they're so variable you know you can have somebody play a hundred games and map out their trajectory, and with pretty good accuracy, determine how good of a player they are. But you can't determine how good of a communicator they are. You can't determine how skilled they are with their team. You can only determine how good they are as a player. And for that reason, I don't... 
understand why they're thinking that it's okay. Well, okay, if this team has more solo players, just bump their M- make sure that their MMR is a little bit higher than the enemy teams, and then it'll be even. No, it won't be even. Communication is not as simple as tracking KDA and MMR and win rate, you know? It's a very finicky, <laughs> ethereal quality. You can't pin it down. And seeing them try to pin it down in a simple way is pretty disheartening because you can't. It's going to just lead to more imbalanced matchmaking, which is what they're trying to avoid in the first place. So not super pleased about that element of it either. Another thing that I'm worried about in the same vein is the... Because what really... Let's let's back up a little bit back to the League of Legends when there was the uh, the dynamic Q season. The biggest group that suffered from that was the extremely high elo players talking like the top half percent of players or so uh maybe even top quarter percent half a percent not top 50 percent in case that wasn't clear uh 0.5 percent sorry that was the group that suffered the most because matchmaking has always been tricky at those very high mmrs and again bringing something into it as difficult to pin down as the communication that you can get from a five stack just made it infinitely worse. Like I said, there'd be things like LCS teams running around in solo queue or dynamic queue, just terrorizing solo players. And there was just nothing that could be done about it. If you queued up late at night, the games were horrible quality, super mismatched. And what I worry, what I fear happening is that top players will almost be forced to queue up as a five stack or risk getting just absolutely demolished by these other five stacks that have played together constantly and will just annihilate any team that has solo players. Because when you're pulling from such a small group of players, because the top half percent of Valorant is probably on the NA server going to be maybe 5,000 players. It's, it's not going to be that many players. And of the, in that 5,000, the skill is going to vary widely between them because that's the way it is in every game, like I said. You know, if anytime you're dealing with the top percent, you're dealing with an extreme variation of skill because as you get closer to the top, the gap between individuals keeps getting bigger. Because you look at any two bronze players next to each other, they're essentially the exact same in terms of skill level. I know it doesn't feel that way if you're in bronze, like me. Yikes. Uh, but that's the truth. <laughs> that's the truth of the matter. Uh, from a bird's eye view, you two are essentially identical. But as you look further down, the the skills actually start getting the skill gap starts getting significant the higher up you go. So my fear is that this is going to lead to people being forced to queue up as five at those higher MMRs, or risk just getting absolutely destroyed. Because again, if the if the matchmaker determines that there's no other available five stacks it's going to start dipping into the solos and start dipping into the duos and start just throwing them together and hoping for a higher mmr and then sticking those two teams together or it's going to wait forever to find another equal five stack and the queue times are just going to be enormous you know 45 minute queue times i don't think either of those is ideal i really don't i i don't think that's what they want for the game to close out Let me talk about why I think that Valorant can support a solo queue mode and a full team queue. And I have to add a little little sidebar here. When I say solo queue, I actually mean solo queue. Solo queue has been, in League and I think maybe in other games, has been meant to mean solo duo. 
I'm not talking about solo duo. I'm talking about a pure solo queue full of only solo players because even having a duo can mess up the the dynamic of solo queue. And I think if you've got a duo, that's fine for you to go into the five stack mode. But I really think that this game would benefit from having a solo mode and then a two to five stack mode with maybe the exclusion of four stacks. Again, if we're going to have to cut somewhere, that's an okay place to cut in my opinion. Uh, the four stacks, that that would be the first to go, in my opinion. Not the experience of the solo player, experience of the four stack. Like I talked about earlier, League of Legends, solo duo was the only competitive game mode for six or seven years. And then you come along and you try to change the definition of what it means to be high elo that late in the game. It's not going to work. People have set definitions of what it means to be good at League of Legends. And what it means to be good at League of Legends is to be a high rank in solo duo. Valorant is a brand new game. It doesn't have, I mean, there will be people bringing baggage over from other games, but the, but Valorant will form its own identity, and that identity right now is very, very malleable. You can make it so that the community values both solo MMR and team MMR. That is still a distinct possibility for this game. For League of Legends, it's way too late. Solo duo is the serious mode. For this game, it's new. It's fresh. There will be some preconceptions, but... They're not going to be that important. This game, in the minds of the players, could have multiple truly competitive game modes. Another thing I've already talked about, I think that increasing ladder anxiety for solo players is wrong. I think that they're really... When I look at the the decisions that they're making, it really feels like the person that's getting screwed the most is the solo player. And I don't really know why they're doing it that way. I feel like when this game comes out, I might get to a point where there's going to be some ladder anxiety where I'm queuing up by myself. Because, again, queuing up by yourself and playing with a four stack is an awful experience. And I don't want to feel like I need to have at least one friend as a security blanket every time I want to queue up for ranked. I'm not a big fan of that. And I know there are other solo players that would feel that way. Because in all my ranked games in League, most of them were solo. You know, I had the option to duo. I do have definitely duoed a lot, as has pretty much everyone. But most of those games were solo, and I honestly liked it that way. Let me focus more on what I was doing. Let me focus more on myself. It was a little bit more of a true test of skill because, again, you can't put a number on player synergy. You know, I have a few people that I've duoed with over the years that I have really, really strong synergy with. And so we would each play way better than the ELO that we were in when we were together because we had that to rely on. And I don't know how I feel about that. I think that there's definitely a place for solo queue. I think it tests a different number of, uh, a different set of skills. And I think it's totally fine for it to be that way. I think that playing the, uh, a pub style game where you're playing with a bunch of randoms and you're coming together and trying to win, it works out a different set of muscles than playing as a team of five does. And I think it's okay for have, for us to have multiple ladders that actually accurately reflect that. I don't know. I just, I would really like to see a solo only ladder because I think that it would be nice to see some prestige for, for solo players as well as team players. And, you know, there would be some things that you'd want to do, like maybe tying together MMR to some degree so that as you gain MMR in one mode, you might gain a little bit of MMR to keep pace on the other mode. Like the problem with, uh, with leagues is that you can be, you know, bronze in, in flex queue and then be platinum or diamond in regular queue. 
I think that you'd want to avoid something like that. Like, it would be weird for a Valorant or Immortal player to be gold or platinum in a different queue, but because obviously a lot of those skills transfer over. So there would be, there would have to be some ways that you would set it up to keep things like that doing it. And you'd also want to keep it from being too grindy if players wanted to be top level in both game modes. Um, you'd want to give them, I think, maybe some concessions if they were really high ranked in one mode that makes it easier for them to climb in the other mode, something like that. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think Valorant can support solo queue and team queue. And I don't want to see, you know, the solo queue player get crushed for not wanting to play with a team. The last thing that I want to do is feel afraid to hit the queue up button when I'm playing this game. And, you know, maybe it won't be like that. The game hasn't even come out yet. And I think that that's something that Riot would want to avoid as well. But uh, anyways, holy crap, the game is almost out. Uh, I think it's coming out on June 2nd. Uh, which is insane. It is almost upon us, and I'll definitely want to keep up with everything that happens the week of the launch. It's uh, it's going to be crazy. Hopefully the servers can keep up with everything. I'm, I'm curious how many people are actually going to be signing up to play versus how many people are in the closed beta. But uh, anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it, and I'll uh, catch you on the flippity-flop. <laughs>